Whoa. It's a Comics Crusade podcast. It's 2019. My name is EJ Olson, and today I'm rolling solo. My my co-host, Nick Durheim, uh, we just haven't been able to quite sync our schedules. You know, the holidays, kind of, you know, going into a diabetic coma with all the cookies. <clears throat> and let me tell you, man, the cookies. Oh, my gosh. So that's that, and but but I want to get in here today and just briefly kind of give a rundown on what to expect moving forward, kind of what we got brewing, and uh, just kind of get this out there the first week of the month and just say, hey, we're here. We're not going anywhere. But yeah, we got some cool stuff coming up. Uh, just a few guests planned. You know, I got a, a buddy coming in. We're going to be talking mental health in gaming I'm going to be talking to a fellow game collector, which is something I haven't really done on this podcast yet. Of course, Nick and I are going to be back every every Wednesday just chatting game news and uh, the whole the whole nine yards. <clears throat> Sorry, I just ate an entire bowl of ramen. It was so spicy, so now everything's running and it's just a mess. Yeah, retro content. We 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 tease a Golden Sun pod. A few episodes back, it's happening, and you know, hopefully, we'll be doing more content like that, where we just kind of pick a game or a franchise and and play through it collectively. Not necessarily review it, but just give our thoughts on it and and kind of look at it through the the lens of time. Other than that, I mean, it's gonna be like I said, business as usual. Every Wednesday, we'll be uploading. And again, for forgive us for this uh, sort of last minute sort of update. But like I said, the holidays, we were with the family. We didn't quite sync up as much as we were hoping. Uh, we did get together a few times, mostly just, you know, eating some food, eating some cookies, like I said. Uh, I, I played a ton of video games over over break. I was kind of cooped up <clears throat> uh, at my parents' place for the holidays. Drove up, stayed with them. I, I beat the Spider-Man DLC, which I'm sure Nick does not want to hear anymore about but but i beat uh dlc two and three and and maintained my hundred percent completion rate maintained that platinum uh, and so that was cool and then i i started playing the spyro trilogy playing the first game and that i do want to chat with nick about hopefully he'll have had a chance to play it a little bit i know we're, we're a month or so late on that but i finally had a chance to sit down and play more than just you know two or three hours uh so that was cool and then over christmas man couple things a smash bros played a ton of smash bros with both my brothers uh and and that was a blast i'm come to find out i just suck at smash bros you know i, I thought once upon a time none of my friends could beat me nick was the only one who could give me a run for my money uh and i realized just that's just because i'm a i'm a swifty bastard you know playing melee i bust out the falco you just roll dodge to shit and you just fucking C-stick those smash attacks. It's over. Uh, but things are different. Things are different now. It, it was cool to see my little brother, the nine-year-old, almost ten-year-old, get like legitimately good at the game and understanding the mechanics more than just I'm going to spam A or I'm going to spam B. You know, he, he understands the mechanics and he understands some of the meta, kind of like, oh, this character does this and, the, you know, if I'm playing so and so, then this is how I counter them. And it, you know, I don't recall being good at anything when I was nine, uh, let alone a, a complex fighter like that. You know, because I, I play with my girlfriend and she's 
just an absolute button smasher. And I, I, I'll say, hey, listen, this is how you do this move. This is how you do this move. You just got to slow it down and think about it. Nope. Button masher. She can't figure it out. And I get, I, I get it. When, when you're young, you absorb things, I guess, a little little bit differently. But but anyway, that, that, was, that was cool. He, he just, like I said, sponged it up and was whooping my ass. So that was all great. And now we're, we're kind of back to reality here. Back in the real world, back to work. Nick and I had both taken a, a good chunk of time off work, and the whole the whole business, and so yeah, here we are. It's 2019. You know, it was one thing we did with this podcast in 2018 was finally, after two years, we finally sort of found a, a, a groove and a schedule, and I I sort of finally got comfortable editing the podcast the way I want to edit it in a streamlined manner, and we recorded every Sunday, Monday. Uh, and we posted on Wednesdays. And so, like I said, until the end of the year, obviously. But it was the holidays, and I don't uh, begrudge ourselves for that. Not one iota. But but again, we have some exciting things coming in, in 2019. A lot of people I want to talk to. Some friends of the podcast. And, you know, and, and some, some being just circle jerks where we get together, we get drunk, and we talk about things we love. And some... Like I said, I'm going to be talking to my buddy Kevin about mental health and gaming. It's something you know we both sort of struggle with uh, in, in different ways, and gaming can often be an outlet. Not just gaming in general, but then you know we look at games like like Celeste recently or Hellblade last year, things like that. And they're they're different games that sort of mental health sort of being this overarching theme, or something like like even Black Dragon Cancer, where you know it's all about grief and loss and and that whole process and so we're gonna talk about some of that and but not just mental health in gaming but also how gaming has helped or even in some cases how gaming may be the one thing that has helped and suddenly it's not helping so much anymore and how how you cope with that and how that changes as, as we get older and and as we change um again fellow collectors will be chatting with you know i've been saying now for a while that i'm a i'm a rehabilitating collector and Nick always gives me shit about my spending habits and all that uh, I really curved the spending this year kind of just you know growing up being an adult and shifting priorities as as one does but I'm finally 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 after living in this house for 19 months now I have finally sat down uh, in my garage sorry I got this ugh, the fucking ramen spicy ramen I finally, I bought some giant organizing racks from my garage, and I started pulling things out, and I have a to-sell pile, and I have a to-keep pile, and I've been slowly moving things into my office slash man cave little space, and, you know, hopefully in the next two weeks, I want to say, given at my current pace, I'll have everything sorted, I'll have my office completely put away, and then it'll just be the slow, arduous process of sort of processing everything in the garage, pictures, and eBay, and, you know dealing with all that, but I'm trying to find my niche as a collector where I am. My first priority is just having and keeping and enjoying the things that I, I had as a child and growing up, you know, and, and, and being able to always look back at that and, and recall those memories and experience those things in, you know, in a way, continue to sort of honor my upbringing and and this isn't just video games. It's it's everything: movies, video games, toys, even um, just things that were important to me as a child, and in a lot of ways shaped who I am. And it sounds silly to say, "Oh, video games are the way I am," or 
uh, or I've shaped the way I I am now and oh that's important to me because of x y and z but it is the things I was into as as a child you know I loved 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 Star Wars but you know what kid doesn't love Star Wars right well my love of Star Wars led to playing around in After Effects as a 12 13 year old kid and that led to like oh hey this is interesting and now it's like that's my career and so those things are important to me. They they did shape. They shaped who I spent my time with, which led to some of, you know, you know Nick, absolutely one of my best friends. And we, you know, we met at six, seven years old, and our relationship largely hinged around the books we read and the games we played. And, you know, now I've got this lasting friendship that that I wouldn't trade for anything. And it's all thanks to video games. So anyway, my collecting. That's my first. And 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 foremost priority, and I'm ranting here without Nick to stop me. Uh, but with the collecting, I also want to sort of find a middle ground where, again, I'm honoring that and I'm enjoying those things. And for the most part, I have what I want that I grew up playing, with a few exceptions. Uh, and then and then the second part is making sure I have what I've played, and I don't have everything I've played as an adult. I don't own quite everything yet. Not that there's a lot left that I didn't hold on to uh, in my early adulthood, but uh, but I'm really trying to curb the whole. Hey, I gotta buy it now because it, it might I might never never be able to get it again. In, in the whole, like you know, I'm buying a copy of Earthbound because I might want to play Earthbound one day. But oh, it's 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 a rare, expensive game, you know. And then it's like you know. I should play the game first, and then if I love it, I'll buy it, not the other way around. And it gets to a point where I have hundreds of games, and I have these strategy guides and figures and all these things because I got absorbed in, in you know. And while I, I always said I, I sort of curated my collection, that's true. I wasn't a fan of just padding my shelves with anything. I didn't collect fucking sports games. I wasn't going for a complete title of anything. I didn't buy crappy bloatware on the Wii. I just, you know, I wanted only good playable titles. But I did get to a point where I would just buy things because it was it was expensive or it was rare or it was, you know, highly recommended, sure, but you know, like I said I got to a point where I had hundreds of games I haven't touched. And many of which I probably will never touch. And it also in the last couple of years I've sort of refined my tastes a little bit and I, I think I've found where my niches are. And it wasn't even until this year I discovered that I really like roguelite games. You know, I've only played three. Dead Cells, Binding of Isaac, and Rogue Legacy. But I adore all of those games and just play them to shit. So, you know, I'm I'm only just now discovering that at 26 years old. So, yeah, again, I'm just trying to sort of curb curb some of those habits and, and, and usher in a new era of collecting. Just because I have the means to <laughs> accumulate this stuff. I almost said shit. It's not shit, but and I have the means to do so. Should I do it? You know, I get strategy guides. And part of me is like, oh, I would love every Nintendo produced strategy guide. I would love, just love all of it. I would love every Nintendo power ever. But it's like, that's cool to have, but do I need that? You know, figure out how to curate that, pare that down. Oh, I really want the Pokemon Snap issue Nintendo power or whatever. And curate the things I really love and really want to experience and enjoy and who knows? Maybe things will grow again. Maybe they won't. Maybe we'll, you know, but for now, we're paring things down. We're seeing how it goes. I've been talking to another collector. 
uh, well, a few other collectors actually sort of in my area and hopefully we'll be offloading some of this stuff to other collectors and not dealing with eBay and not dealing with, you know, potential whatever, just giving it to someone I know who, who respects and enjoys it. And so anyway, that long winded rant all to say just, yeah, things are coming. Things are coming. Console Crusade is going to keep going strong. Uh, hopefully we'll be getting more of you guys on Leaf, Drew. We'll get you guys back on here one of these days. Uh, sooner rather than later, Chris, if you are fucking listening, you piece of shit, we're going to get you on here too. Yeah, man, this is the Constant Crusade. Like I said, I've, I've rambled and meandered and said nothing of consequence. Now I gotta, this is where I need Nick to chow me out of here. Or, or, or some other random sound as he refuses to chow. We gotta find a new thing. It's 2019. Alright, it's the current year. 